Hello, this is Breaking Point, a podcast about Formula One. And in this podcast, we're talking about the results of the Bahrain Grand Prix. Just two weeks after Australia, Ferrari finally show their form. What a great race and sets up so many storylines for the rest of the season. Yes, Hamilton won, Bottas came second, so you would think, well, this is a predictable storyline. But it's the detail and the lap-by-lap play of the race that made all the difference. So we had the initial battle at the start between Vettel and Leclerc, and it looked like, well, it looked promising for Leclerc, but for Vettel to pull off and to saunter off into a distance, we thought, well, you know, he's still number two. Leclerc will you know, develop over the season, but Vettel will be number one. Yet, within a few laps, Leclerc had really got his mojo together and started to catch Vettel. And of course, you know, in more recent days, we've heard a bit of the radio broadcast between him and the team. But to have the confidence and the handling of the car, especially, I think, after Australia, a wary of overtaking Vettel and to push through and to overtake him and regain the lead and eventually, um, you know, develop such a, a lead in the whole race shows what utter confidence he has in the car. So, yes, towards the end, which we thought was a... Uh, a bigger technical fault would turn out to be a cylinder which meant he wasn't able to get the full horsepower of the car and you know these descending last laps which meant that Hamilton and Bottas caught up with him I think it still laid the groundwork for great potential through the rest of the season and yet it would be easy to say well he's got the whole season sewn up I think the Bahrain Grand Prix suited him because the weather conditions mainly the wind um, and the long straights so I don't think it will be as easy in China, and I think Vettel will probably still finish ahead. But it shows great promise. So the Mercedes were in it. Uh, they weren't as strong as as Ferrari, but they had strength. And even though Bottas came second and it looked like he had faded, I think he could have, in the previous season, even faded further away. But he held his game. He held a pretty good position. And to only come in a few seconds behind Hamilton... It wasn't a bad result. Now, of course, that's because of the safety car. Um, but I think for Mercedes, they would be relieved for, for, the, for the result, but also wary because they see Ferrari coming out of the gate this time. What much more do they have? And can Mercedes cope? So Mercedes would be pretty happy with the result. Ferrari, yes, we disappointed. It's like a great present which you unwrap and find it's uh, last year's toy, but it has the potential to be turned into a world championship team. So let's see how those two teams compete in the rest of the season. Going down into the rest of the pack, I think the biggest disappointment is Renault. It's the second race in the season where the cars haven't performed and do face an electrical and engine issue just a few laps before the end made the people much further outside the points come through and probably made them a bit strong appear to be stronger than they actually are and of course certain teams benefit Norris finished sixth place which is you know, a really good result for him and McLaren Raikkonen again come in in solid 
midfield performance in seventh, and Gasly, who is still struggling to get on top of the car, to come in eighth was a reasonable position because if the Renaults hadn't dropped out, he'd be tenth and right on the edge of the points. But so I think he still uh, still gives him time, but he's not. You know, he has to watch his back because Albon in Toro Rosso again um, proves his worth. And I think he might be the most likely person to replace Gasly. Yeah. He has reversed back to the layout of what we expected with Perez coming 10th and Stroll coming 14th. So, you know, four cars, a difference between the two. An okay result, but really they've been pushed out by Red Bull, Toro Rosso, and even um, Alfa Romeo. So, for a team with a great injection of cash, and of course that takes time to come through. By Silverstone, I think if they want to feel like they're back on top of it, they need to be coming 6th yeah, or 7th uh, behind Red Bull. Magnussen again did a great job for Haas to come in for 13th. Yes, no points, but the team above is just so strong. But Williams struggled, and you know it's a race between two of the slowest vehicles. And it'll be interesting to see if you know Russell really do does dominate Williams and and um, you know progresses from there. But it is a struggle. But I think it's just a uh, fantastic race where it was a lot closer racing and the circuit, which in the past may have produced boring races actually, in this in this case, and because of the wind, um, meant that you know every other lap uh, something was gained, especially in midfield. Midfield was so tight. Any mistake could have led to uh, a car being pushed off. And to look at how few crashes there were shows the skill of the drivers. Mostly got technical retirements. So another great race, and we move on to China next to see how it plays out. That's it for now. Thanks for listening to Breaking Point.